Come on, who's singing with me? On the right, babe. Now that's Jodo. Back in time. Good luck stopping us now. Look out, is back. Chris McMichael. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan. WFAS. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, two, oh, two on the fan on this glorious, beautiful, wonderful Thursday morning. How is everybody doing out there? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, Fleegs. Good to see you. I'm so excited to talk to you guys for three hours. I can't tell you. 877. 877- 337-6666. It's just one of those days. It's one of those days that you dream of, that I dream of, that we've been waiting for for oh so long. The Yankees to be the Yankees, right? That's the line. The Yankees are back to being the Yankees. Brian Cashman's back to being Brian Cashman. And oh, you have to deal with it. Yes, you do. As Juan Soto finally after, oh my God, the amount of consternation that took place with this trade and the amount of different, obviously, reports. And this was, it was just ridiculous. I was on last night hoping after the Verdugo trade. I was on yes, uh, yesterday morning trying to hope that we could manifest this Soto deal. Then I couldn't sleep today. I go home. I try to, I, my head hits the pillow around 930 after I drop off my son at school. And immediately it picks up fire. Like, they're going to get him. It's going to happen. Oh, a lot of optimism. Blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't sleep. I was waiting around all day, and it just took forever, an hour after hour after hour, till finally to the point where you're concerned that something's wrong with the medicals, and you don't know what you're going to do. If they would have lost this, if this deal would have fell through, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done. But thankfully, we don't have to know, because after all of that, after the smoke cleared, Juan Soto is a New York Yankee, the 25-year-old superstar on his way to the Hall of Fame, on-base OPS, power machine. One of the great young baseball players in not only baseball today, but arguably in the history of baseball, is a New York Yankee. And honestly, it's a... It's just a phenomenal day to be a Yankee fan. It's a phenomenal day to be a Brian Cashman supporter. It's a phenomenal day to be here. Because everything about this, this is the biggest slam dunk. Do you remember when we all were concerned the Yankees weren't going to do it and Brian Cashman's the smartest man in the room and he's not going to do it because he's going to let King hold up a deal? I tried to tell you this is negotiating and King is not going to hold up the deal. The Yankees knew. They needed to do this. You could tell. I tried to tell all of you. All of you who told me it's, this isn't the, the way the Yankees do business anymore. They don't make moves like this. They're not going to go spend money like this. They're going to go find the cheaper option. Once Verdugo's trade was made, that's it. It's just going to be Verdugo. That's the big. I told you. What's different? What makes you think they're going to do anything different than what they've done? You could tell from the minute Brian Cashman opened up his mouth this year, this offseason, that, okay, maybe he's not fired. Okay, maybe Fishman and the, the the analytic guys aren't gone. Okay, maybe there's not upheaval inside the organization. Boone's still going to be the manager. But you could tell coming off an 82-80 and 80 season and the way the offense and the team collapsed, 
that they were going to do something. This wasn't 99 wins off an ALCS trying to just retool a little bit. And the Yankees had got in that pattern. The Yankees had gotten in that pattern since they traded in 2016. And Brian Cashman had gotten in that pattern since they traded away all the their older aging uh, relievers and 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 built the baby bombers with Gleyber Torres and in 2017 they popped up with Judge hitting 50 home runs and Sanchez looking like the best power catcher in the game and uh, having Gleyber Torres waiting in the wings and they went to the ALCS game seven they were right there from that moment until this Juan Soto signing the Yankees have been retooling and adding what they needed at the time oh you want to bring me the old the the MVP. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton's going to fall in my lap for for Castro? Okay, I'll do it. Oh, we know we need an ace. We're going to steal away the ace uh, in Garrett Cole away from the Astros and bring him here? Okay. They would still do the big move if they thought a piece was needed or something fell in their lap, but they weren't going to go out and be the Bombers and be the Yankees of old and be George Steinbrenner's Yankees if they didn't need to be. And that's a full flaw of them, and it's created a culture around the team and around the fan base that has gotten to the point where it was toxic and it was hurting the it was hurting the 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 emotions and the joy of being a Yankee fan. And it was hurting the team. And it was time for it to change, and the Yankees recognized it. And Hal Steinbrenner recognized it, and Brian Cashman recognized it, and they went out and made sure they brought in a piece that you cannot quibble with, that no one around baseball can quibble with. The Yankees just made a statement that they are back and that they are a team to be reckoned with, and with these two moves, with Verdugo and Juan Soto, they've established a balanced lineup of left-handed quality hitters, and they are ready to take aim at Yamamoto and who knows what else. And they are going to go out there and try and be the bad, big, bad Yankees once again. And it's a glorious feeling. And this trade is a no-brainer. And I don't care if he stays around for a year or I don't care if he stays around for 15 years. This trade is an absolute slam dunk, no doubt about it. Did they want to move off of King and Thorpe? Sure they did. Thorpe being their best pitching prospect. Now, again, I don't. we don't know about pitching prospects. Let's be honest. We can go through the litany of Yankee pitching prospects that have left the building or tried to come up and been relatively unsuccessful to be kind. I mean, how many, how many teams have, have, can claim they trade for a Yankee pitching pros, prospect that worked out? Let's be honest. But still, he's their top pitching prospect, and we saw what King could be at the end of the season last year where he was one of the best starters in baseball, but he has made, what, 18, 19 starts in his major league career. 19 starts in his major league career at 29 years old versus Juan Soto, who's already won a batting title and a a World Series and is one of the best young players in baseball. So I know you all thought Brian Cashman was going to hold up a deal. He's not going to give up King. Uh, King is going to hold it back. I told you, nothing was going to stop the Yankees. You heard Preller, the GM of the... The Padres talk about how aggressive the Yankees were. This was the move from the beginning. And they went out and made sure they got it. And it's a glorious day. And what it does for the team and what it does for who they are. And we hear they're going to go after Yamamoto. I believe it. Are they going to ultimately be successful? We'll find out. But they are going to go out there and try and bring a stud starting pitcher, a 25-year-old starting pitcher, to extend this core to extend 
the Cy Young pitcher and MVP type player that they have currently with Cole and Judge and extend that into the future with 25-year-old Yamamoto and now 25-year-old Soto. And even if they don't sign Juan Soto, we've gone over whether or not it's worth it, the benefits of even having him for a year. I'm chasing a championship right now. I believe if he's here, the Yankees will try and sign him. I think if he's here, he will love being a New York Yankee. I think he will love this ballpark. He will love this team, and he will love winning and winning in October. So I think this is the only way to to guarantee yourself a shot at keeping a 25, soon-to-be 26-year-old Hall of Fame caliber player. This is glorious for King Thorpe, Brito, Vasquez, and Higashioka. I thought they might non-tender Higashioka. Dominguez not in the deal. Volpe not in the deal. Peraza not in the deal. Jones, their top prospect, not in the deal. King is a a piece to this rotation that now needs to be replaced by someone. Hopefully it's Yamamoto. If not, they do have to go hit attack this starting pitching market, but you can find they will go out there and get one. Brito and Vasquez were nice little pieces, came up and made some solid starts, but they just got Juan Soto. This is exactly what this team needs. And now you got to get off their backs. Sorry, but you do. You don't have to love Brian Cashman. You can still make the same dopey arguments you've been making forever that it's one championship. He has nothing to do with 98, 99, 2000, blah, 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 blah. Cashman loves doing this. Cashman loves doing that. Cashman got enamored with that 2007 team and was chasing a window and didn't think he needed to add every single superstar he could. And he was wrong. And last year, uh, listen, everyone wanted Ben Benintendi or some side of left fielder. If they did that, maybe they don't get Soto. It's the same thing as not signing uh, Giancarlo and getting Harper, right? You made a decision last year. They left left field empty. Well, they filled it this year with a far better player that they would have filled it with last year. If you're a Stanton, if you're a, if you're a, a person who is upset they signed Stanton because they passed on Harper, then you should be thankful they didn't get a left fielder last year because they got Juan Soto now. And this team is ready to take flight, and it says a lot, not just about this move, but about the minor league organization. Let's be honest, what they were able to do here. Last year, they traded for Montas in a, a horrendous deal who they're actually considering bringing back. But Montas who didn't work out for the Yankees, but they traded away all those starting pitchers to, to Oakland. And, oh, my God, for Mont, that was, the, that was the killer. Not only was Montas bad, but you have completely wrecked the pitching depth inside this Yankee organization. Oh, my God. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't you love to have one of those guys now? Right? How many, how many times do we hear that over the course of the season as the Yankee starting pitching was falling apart? Oh, wouldn't you love to have one of those guys now? In one year, one year later, they're able to get to the point with their pitching in this organization where they not only got Juan Soto for four players, three of them starting pitch, uh, starting pitchers, assuming King is going to be a starting pitcher, but uh, excuse me, four, one prospect, three starting pitchers in this organization, four pitchers overall in an organization that apparently had their entire you know, d- p- pitching depth wiped out one year later. Not only do they get them, but pretty much considering uh, you know, the fact that almost every team in baseball would want Juan Soto at some level, we're the only team, not the Blue Jays, that was the talk. Yeah, okay, the Blue Jays might be in. They don't have the pitching depth. Oh, this team might be in. They don't have the pitching depth. The Yankees lined up perfect because of the pitching depth they were able to create. 
You got to give it to Blake. You got to give it to Cashman. You got to give it to the organization. In one year, they were able to revamp this depth inside this organization to the point where they were able to get Juan Soto. And Cashman didn't have to give up his top prospects, and there's still room to do more. They added Verdugo, which I love, by the way. I'm, a, I'm so tired of hearing about the problem. Verdugo's a one-year, $9 million problem. All right, it didn't work with the Red Sox. He's on his free agent year. He's going to want to be on his best behavior, try and win, play well to get a contract. And if not, it's a one-year. They haven't tied themselves to anything. Dominguez hopefully comes back in July, August. And if Verdugo is a problem, he doesn't play. But in the meantime, you got probably a gamer, a guy who's played in the big market, who's I think is still an above-average quality corner outfielder, and someone who can who puts the ball in play. It's exactly what they need. He's better than the other. Besides going to get uh, Bellinger, the other talks were Kiermaier, or he's a far better hitter than some of the other options they've had. And in two trades, they have revamped their offense, revamped their lineup, and they are ready to attack Yamamoto, and I'm in for it, and I'm ready for the fight. I'm ready for the battle for Yamamoto. I'm ready. Bring in the pinstripes. Bring in Juan Soto. Bring in this lineup. Bring in the history. I'll take my chances. Let's go. But today is a day to celebrate being a Yankee fan, because for too long, it's been toxic. For too many years, you haven't been happy. For too many years and too long, you've talked about what a pain it is to be a Yankee fan and how miserable it is to be a Yankee fan. And all they do is get to the ALCS. Uh, they don't care about winning in the postseason. Cashman only makes the small moves. Uh, they got Bowers. Uh. Well, they didn't go bargain bin shopping today. Today, they went shopping and are star hunting, and it's not over. They're coming for Yamamoto. And who knows what else? Maybe they'll, they'll trade for Corbin Burns. I don't know. Anything's possible. Today is the day of anything being possible as a Yankee fan. 877-337-6666. Ain't no stopping us now. It took a long time. It took way too long. Too much constant. I was nervous because the, the problem with the medicals were you assumed King, who, blew, who broke his elbow and blew, blew up his elbow last year, was going to be the main problem with the health. And if it's him, now you have to re, revamp the entire trade because you knew that's who they were targeting. If it's Brito or Vasquez or even Higashioka as, a, as the medical problem, you're able to try and add pieces and, and change things up. But if it's King or Thorpe, now you're under uh, under the gun here to try and revamp this entire trade. And as the hours went by, I mean, geez, it was, it was never-ending. I was checking my phone. I was getting a headache. I didn't sleep well today. But instead, they got him. They did the deal. And they got Trent, Grish uh, Trent Grisham, who Met fans remember quite well, has now has a little bit. He also played well against the Dodgers in the next round. A little bit of a postseason track record, a gold glove winning center fielder, an unbelievable, this is, he's a fourth outfielder that's absolutely, it's just tremendous. You got, the only issue is, the, the issue of all this is Judge might have to play center field, and I'm not so worried about it. I'm not so worried about it, we'll get to that later. I'm not so worried about Judge playing center field, I'll tell you why. 877-337-6666, let's squeeze in a call before the open, I hardly ever do it, but I'm so excited. Bobby in Orlando, what's up Bobby? 
I'm so excited too, Chris. Let's it's a go. wonderful day to be a Yankee fan. It is. It's a wonderful day to be a Yankee fan. And honestly, I don't care what anybody thinks. Today is my day. The tonight is my night, bro. And I got three hours to do it. And maybe tomorrow I'll sing a different tune. But today, it's a glorious day to be a Cashman defender as well. I love it. I love it, Chris. I stayed up late. I'm so pumped up. The Yankees finally did. There's no bargain bin today. Today they were at Tiffany's getting Juan Soto. Let's go. That They're at Tiffany's shopping for Juan Soto, 100%. They are the Bronx Bombers. Things are back. I, Things have changed. Hopefully the narrative around the team, you fans, you've got to be happy with this. I'm not saying overnight you have to suddenly just love everything they do and trust them to no end. But this was a move that I think a lot of you didn't think they would do. And they were out there, and they have brought in one of the great young players. And you know that they're open to resigning him, and they're not going to stop here. Everything tells you. And now here's the thing. Now you believe the Yamamoto noise. Like before this, it was like, there's no way they're doing it. Now they're making moves. You believe they're willing to go out and pay for Yamamoto. You believe that at the end of this year, you know he's going to go to free agency. But you're going to believe he's willing to pay Juan Soto $500 million to keep him here. Like this is a brand new day. And Yankee fans, it's time to be happy, baby. Yep, they got their number three hitter, which they haven't had a lefty power hitter like this in a decade. And this is the Yankees I grew up loving, and the Yankees are back, baby. And I'm so pumped up. And like you just said, the real thing is now we just need Yamasoto and just, you know, put the cherry on top because then the pitching's good and the hitting's good. But like you also said, they revamped the whole offense. Not only do they got Soto, their number three hitter, they might have their leadoff hitter or someone in the lot of Verdugo who gets the ball in play, another lefty, yep. and then Grisham, too. Think about him compared to Willie Calhoun and Jake Of course, Bowers yeah. I mean, as a fourth ball, outfielder, you know, a great defender who can play center field, come in and help the defense a little bit. And just, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if I see Verdugo as a leadoff hitter uh, for this team. I, I still think it's probably DJ. I think they'll go that way. Which, listen, right now I'm not concerned about that. And whether Juan Soto wants to hit second or third, I know that was an issue for him in San Diego. Apparently he wanted to be the three-hitter, and he and he kind of you know fought the idea of being the two-hitter over there, even though that's what they wanted. I don't, I don't care. Two, three, you are going to see Juan Soto and Aaron Judge back-to-back. You are going to see Aaron Judge and Juan Soto back-to-back. You're going to see a slimmed-down, dangerous Stanton, a healthy Rizzo, an added left-handed hitter in Verdugo. I don't know if they're going to trade Gleyber Torres right now. I, I would think the way they're looking to spend money, they're not worried about his little bit of extra money and saving it. They'll just let him go into free agency next year and probably not sign him. But whatever the case may be, a, a second year of Volpe's experience, this lineup should feel and will feel completely different next year. Completely different next year. It'll be a lot more balanced, but... Even more than that, there's the two aspects of this. What it does on the field for them, clearly. What it does on the field. We know how great he is. Left-handed hitter. His ability to walk. His on-base percentage is 400. His ability to hit home runs. He had 35 last year. He could hit 40 in Yankee Stadium. Easy. You know what it does to the middle of the lineup, the balance it brings, the young superstar, the dangerous nature of now trying to uh, um, navigate the middle of this Yankee lineup, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is the change inside the organization and the willingness for this owner to go out there and spend money and the GM to work this deal. He was ferocious with it. Like, whatever you want to say about him. He didn't accept that initial offer, and this is fairly close to the initial offer. 
He came back and made the deal. He knew this needed to be done, and he did it. He didn't rest on the laurels. That's what everybody thinks. You know, they just they think they'll go out and get another a Cashman gem, as I like to call it. They'll find someone here. So I find someone there. Brian Cashman doesn't like to do these moves anymore. If we're up to Brian Cashman, he would bring back Hicks or someone like that and show how smart he is and finding the diamonds in the rough. No, no, no. Not this year. Not for what this team was. And everything has changed. The the feeling around this team should completely change from the fan base. It's over. It's over. The bitterness, the hatred, it's over. You have to give it to them. They went out and got the best player uh, available this side of Otani. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Ain't no stopping us now. On, on the move, on the loose, I don't know. Stopping us now. God wants it. All right, let's go. What a glorious morning. Unbelievable. I'm so excited. This is my day. Yeah, I'm going to be obnoxious. I already got a couple tweets. Yeah, I'm going to be obnoxious. This is my day. I get to be obnoxious every once in a while. Let's be honest. The Giants' season's in, in in absolute debacle. The Jets, forget about it. They're the most embarrassing franchise you could ever manage to be rooting for in your entire life. And yesterday was no different. And maybe if we have some time to take a second away from how glorious it is to be a Yankee fan, we'll get into that nonsense that is Jet fandom and what's gone on over there and their coach and their quarterback. But, I mean, let's let's enjoy something today. Let's enjoy something. And particularly for me, who's taken all the slings and arrows of the Brian Cashman uh, for even just thinking he's somewhat of a capable GM. And I never doubted. I never doubted this. I knew it was going to happen. Never doubted it. Never doubted it when it seemed like they were balking at Mike, Michael King and Thorpe being in the deal at the same time, and it kind of fell apart, and they weren't going to talk for a while. Never doubted it. Especially when I saw that come out, and I said, no Dominguez? No. I mean, yeah, well, they're going to get this done. I never doubted it. Never doubted it when they made the Verdugo trade. Never thought for a second that would impact... Getting Juan Soto, never doubted it. The Yankees knew this was the deal they had to get. This was the deal they had to get. Yamamoto, they could use. They 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 need another pitch in the rotation. He's excellent. They want him. I think they're going to go get him. I really do. I think they're going to go get him. But they didn't. They don't need him the way they needed Juan Soto. I know that's a 25-year-old pitcher. I understand you'd sign him to a contract and have him for multiple years, and this could be one and done for Juan Soto. Getting a superstar, and as great as Yamamoto is, and as much as he's a name right now, and how everybody wants him, and we're seeing the highlights, and we know his accolades in Japan, no one's really ever seen him pitch. No one really knows how good he is. He's not He's not the name that, we, the, the Hall of Fame caliber player we know Juan Soto to be. This is a franchise-changing player. This is a stud. This is what everybody knows has been coming down the pike for the last two, three years, waiting for his free agency because of how young he came up and knowing how young he would hit free agency. He's been the talk of this, you know, of off-seasons for how many years now, waiting for this moment. This is the guy they needed to go get 
to change the feeling around the team. Yamamoto be nice. Starting pitching is nice, but it's not the dramatic change they needed and not a part of the team that was so bad last year and that the fan base has grown to hate. The fan base doesn't hate the starting rotation. There was a moment there after the 2021 wild card game where maybe we were down on the Yankee fan was down on Garrett Cole for a second. But for the most part, it's not been the pitching. It's not. It's been this anemic offense, even when it's at its best and leading the league in America, leading the American League and run scored a couple years ago. It still doesn't show up in October. It's still inept. It still strikes out too much. It's still, you know, it's judge and nobody else. Like it they needed this. They needed it. And for so long, it's it's felt like this Yankee front office and Brian Cashman has been unaware of what they need. He's gone out and got what he thought was good enough. And I understand in a world where it's World Series of bust, he's been 100% wrong. I'm still willing to give him some percentage right when you get 99 wins and you get to an ALCS. I'm one of those few fans who says, hey, it's not a, you know, ultimately they're good enough to win. They just didn't. Certainly in nineteen nine, and certainly in 2019 and, and 17 and even 18, they ran into a buzzsaw of the Red Sox. Since 2020, it's felt different. But for too long, it's felt like the Yankees don't recognize that they need to be players like this. They can't let Harpers go. They can't let Machados go. They can't allow other teams to benefit from the superstars of baseball while they sit behind and, you know, get by in many cases, at least in their minds, with winning divisions and 99 wins and getting to the ALCS with lesser options because they're able to do it. And the last couple of years, it hasn't worked out. The Franchi Corderos haven't worked out. For a while, the Gior Schellers, the Luke, Vo- the Luke Voigts, the, the different guys like that have been able to step in. The Cameron Mabins, those guys, Mike Talkmans have been able to step in and stay, you know, steady the ship and get them to where ultimately they kind of wanted to be. But the last couple of years has been different. And it was so imperative that they recognize that and attack this thing. And that's exactly what they did. They didn't fall into Juan Soto. They attacked it. You want to tell me they were the only team out there right now? That's only because it's right now. Some teams are still waiting for Otani. Some teams don't have the 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 dearth of pitching that the Yankees do. But still, the Yankees from the jump were all over this, and they knew it. And that's why you should feel better about this team, and that's why today as a Cashman supporter, I'm taking a bow. Matt in Long Island, what's up, Matt? Hey, Chris, how are you doing? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good. Listen, I got to credit you guys. The Yankees, Cashman. I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a Met fan, but I'm going to credit. I mean, you guys got another guy. You got an outfield depth. I mean, Judge Bader, Soto. I love Soto. I've always loved him. He's a great, very patient to plate. He hit 330, knocked in 100 RBIs last year. It's only going to go up with that short porch. Yep. No. Yeah, and I also got. Yeah, you ready? Are you ready for the battle of Yamamoto? Yeah, I know. I'm just going to be crazy. But I feel like the Yankees. I mean, this is a great lineup. I see this team. You got. I got. I mean, listen, Garrett Cole come off the Cy Young. I mean, uh, Carlos Adon, what people think we could be next, him next year, Nestor yeah. Cortez. I mean, you got the pitching's nice, but I feel like you got some good pitching, but you needed to get the guy, and I feel like I'll give credit to you guys. Soto, he had so much depth to this Yankee lineup. Yeah, listen, I, I, I don't know where you're coming from, Matt. I got to be honest with you. For a second, you threw Bader in there. I thought that was intentional, but I think it ended up just being a, uh, you know, a typo. Uh, a miss <laughs> ended up just being 
You were misspeaking. Uh, misspeaking. I don't know if like the Met fan. These darn millennials and yeah, the typos. I, I know. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how Met fans are taking this right now. So to come on and say you're a Met fan and you're congratulating me, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to take it at your word. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. I'm very excited myself. I do think it, it dramatically changes the lineup, but more than that, it changes the franchise. Like it's 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 a sign that they aren't just what we feared they were what some fans feared they were, and that they wouldn't make moves like this anymore. And they wouldn't be willing to trade a controllable piece like Michael King who emerged as a a guy who could be a top top end of the rotation pitcher. They wouldn't be willing to do that and trade away their best pitching prospect and trade five guys for one one controllable year of Juan Soto. And yet here we are today. Mike in Kings Park. What's up, Mike? Yeah, there you go. Are you bored by are you bored by it, Mike? What do you got? Come on, that's 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 a weak troll. Come on and say something. Come on and say something, Mike. Eh, that's not good enough. Mike wanted to Mike uh Fliegelman put it down as slow your roll, so I'm sure he wanted to troll, but the snooze fest isn't a troll. It's corny. Come on and say something clever. That's not clever. Pretending to be asleep. No one, you don't call and pretend to be asleep at 2.36 in the morning. Let's go. Uh, Cologne and Hawthorne, what's up, man? How are you? Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm very, I'm good. Thanks. I'm very excited, very happy. We, we got Soto. The Yankees are finally flexing their muscle again. I also won Yamamoto, you know, and I'm going to lay off Cashman, you know, all right? But, you know, uh, the Yankees have to make the World Series or Boone is out. Because you know what? I do not want to see another uh, loss on the ALCS against Houston or Texas. You know, we lay off Boone, uh, off Cashman, but Boone has to deliver this time. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, if if you think it's all on the manager, that's fine. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. They Listen, this is a World Series of bus team. It always is. It always is. That's never changed. And I even for the Yankees, like the thought process from I, I disagree with a lot of the thought process that the Yankees are fine not making the World Series. If you think that because they don't fire everybody if they don't get there means that they're fine with it, I disagree. I think the goal is to win a World Series, and in many cases, they think they've done enough. And sometimes they lean too much on the randomness of baseball and the injuries and everything else. They'll make excuses on why they didn't win the World Series, but they try. I mean, after eight in 2019, they lose to the to the uh, Astros in in six games of the ALDS ALCS, excuse me, and then they go out and steal coal from them and pay them the biggest pitching contract in the history of baseball. You don't think they thought they were a World Series team that year? They won a, they won a hundred plus games that year and lost to the to the Astros, who have been the the best-run franchise in baseball for the last decade, lost to them in six games of the ALCS. If they didn't care about winning the World Series, why go pay Cole all that money? They thought that put them over the top. Why add the extra money of Rodon next year, whether it's a good signing or not moving forward? We'll find out. But they won 99 games around the ALCS, and then they brought back Judge. Why spe- for 360? Why... Why go out and make sure you add Rodon for $160 million? Why do it? They care about winning. They believe that they're going about it in the best way. And for a lot of us, 
it felt like that was a, a enough of that logical thinking. Enough of thinking you're good enough at this. Enough of thinking you're building in the right way. Enough of just chalking up some losses as bad luck and different things. But ultimately, they care about winning the World Series. They do. If They don't think that firing everybody when they don't get there is somehow the best way to go about winning it. They, they trust their process. They believe they've been close and just failed. They've been wrong in their thinking, but not the overall theme of trying to win a championship. I think that is completely overblown. And the chicken bucket argument and all he cares about is making his money and selling tickets. I think it's absolute nonsense. I do. I think it's absolute nonsense. And hopefully this is going to start to bridge the gap between the fans who think he's a terrible owner and a terrible GM. And this will start the process of understanding that when it hits a point, he understands new moves need to be made. After 2008, heading into a new building off the first non-playoff year in forever, he put a half a million, half a billion dollars into the team. After the 2013 season where they really bottomed out, he went out and spent a lot of money. He doesn't believe you need to spend Steve Cohen money of last year to win a championship, and no one ever has. So he doesn't believe you necessarily need to do it, but he won't shy from it if he thinks this particular team needs it. For the last year, they fooled themselves into thinking they were close enough where they didn't need to do it. And in some areas, they think they're better off not having to do it. But they want to win, and this is now, without question, a World Series of bust. And if you think that means if they don't get there, heads need to roll, we'll see how the season plays out. But you're not totally off base. And Boone's contract, I believe, is over at the end of this year. I can't imagine if they have a disappointing season and lose in the ALDS that he'll get another contract. So this is a huge year for the Yankees, especially considering the reason you go get Soto, because you have Judge and Cole in the prime of their careers, and as great as they are, I don't know how long that lasts. Cole's coming off a Cy Young year. He's been one of the more durable pitchers in all of baseball, if not the most durable pitcher in all of baseball. And I fully expect next year's a great year and the year after that's a great year. But how many more after that? I know he's under contract, but how many years can you count on Cole being one of the best pitchers in baseball? How many years can you count on Judge being one of the best hitters in baseball? I don't know how many years. They've got him for another eight under contract. Is he going to be judged for eight more years? I don't know. You need to go attack this now. And that's why you get Juan Soto. And that's why you, you know, you'll deal with it in the offseason to try and make it more than a one-year thing. But this year is valuable. Even if this ends up being a one-year deal, this is still a good trade. You gave up Michael King. I mean, let's be honest. I like Michael King. And I was open to Brian Cashman trying to renegotiate and get a better deal that involved Clark Schmidt instead of King because I like King better. But ultimately, King can't be the reason you don't make this trade. Thorpe, a starting pitching prospect who's been great and had a great year last year, who throws 94 miles an hour with an excellent changeup, I don't know what he's going to be. You can't let him hold up a deal for Juan Soto. And the Yankees didn't. And Brian Cashman didn't. And they went out and got a generational player who hopefully is here for the next 15 years. But even if he's not, you've given your best chance to go win a championship this year with the core of King, uh, excuse me, with the core of Cole and Judge at the expense of Michael King. I mean, it's a no brainer. It's an absolute no brainer. Dan and Tom's River. What's up, Dan? It is high, it is far. It is gone. One Soto now wearing 
Oh, Juan, man. Juan Soto now wearing the Yankees logo. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'll tell you what. Okay. Fliegelman just gave me his opinion in the year. I'm going to be totally honest with your opinion. Well, with my opinion on it. It works for tonight. But I that's do, all I want. That's it. For tonight tonight he's wearing the logo. That's what we're celebrating. I like it. I don't think it's very good for the course of his career. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just but I like tonight. it tonight. Tonight is the night. I like it for tonight. He's wearing the logo. That's right. Chris, I'm so excited I had to call you on back-to-back night. He's wearing that insurance patch tonight. Star Insurance. It's on his arm uh, tonight. I'm so excited I had to call you on back-to-back night. I was just complaining about them to you last night. That yep. They're not going out and getting anybody. Yep. You're not, you weren't alone, Dan. Stuff. You are not alone. Uh, uh, I haven't been this excited since. I mean, I, I I know a lot of people don't like him, but I've always been a big A Rod fan. Yeah. I just I, I no the I, the, the, I, the this is I mean you knew A Rod was under contract for longer, and you know he was more of a powerhouse uh, a little bit more than Soto, but this is like this is that's this kind of player. This is a Hall of Fame caliber player. This is oh, a guy yeah. if his if his career continues in this trend, and he's twenty five so, years old. Like this is the guy you go get, man. This is I mean, the guy you move heaven he and earth 25. for. I was, I actually thought he was a little bit older than that. Twenty-six, no, twenty-seven. No, he's twenty. He'll, he'll be he'll be twenty-six in in October. He is a. This is his. This is going to be his year twenty-five season. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I called, uh, I and you got him for Michael King. You got him for Michael King. Yeah, that's. I, I would give up King all day. Of long course, no questions asked. Like you cannot sit here and tell me. I mean, I got a lot. I was cracking up when I heard you say that if they don't get Juan Soto, that you're gonna every start of your show, you're gonna tell, "Hey, Cashman, you stink." I was gonna, I was gonna, yeah. Fleegelman wasn't here for this. I said if Verdugo, because there was a lot of thought about Verdugo in the trade, and the thought was maybe they, you know, they want an outfielder back to tell their fans they're still competing or whatever. So, uh, but if Verdugo is in the Yankee lineup, Come opening day, and Juan, so- Juan Soto wasn't for every during every open of yeah. the baseball season. I was going to work in fire Brian Cashman into my open, oh but my God. thankfully I was going to say it in every single open. But thankfully I don't have to do that because Juan Soto is going to be here. All Brian right, Chris, Cashman I got two did quick it. Questions for you? I do have two quick questions. I didn't call up just to be noxious, but I do want to. I do want to say this before I get to my Cashman and Boone point. Um, if, if Judge is healthy, what does this mean for Judge? Like, I mean, if there, I mean the guy we just watched him uh, hit sixty, uh, what was it, sixty five or whatever the hell he hit uh, two years ago. What does this mean for Judge batting in the two hole if he's got a guy like Juan Soto hitting behind him? Yeah, I mean, I, it obviously means a lot. It's it's the best hitter he's ever had in the lineup with him. Uh, it, it it means a lot. Whoever's hitting in front of who. And, and and the same thing, even if whoever's behind him, you're going to have uh, two great on-base guys. You're going to have someone on base in front of you when you're hitting third. Like, this is – it's a dynamic change to the top end of this lineup. Getting through – if DJ LeMahieu is just close to what he was and the same kind of player he was the second half of last year, if you have LeMahieu and then – or if at some point this year Volpe, if Volpe can somehow – like really start to trend in the right direction and be the top of the lineup guy. Or Glaber Torres can change his game a little bit to be the top end of the guy. Or at the end of the season, if Jason Dominguez is back and healthy and looks like the player he was last year with his speed, maybe he's a top. But getting through 2-3 and then hopefully Rizzo is similar and is healthy and back to where he was. I mean, you're talking about 2-3-4, an impossible part of the lineup to navigate. 
Like when that lineup, when the top of that lineup turns over, the Yankees are devastatingly good. Devastatingly good. I mean, it changes. It, you're right. It changes how you pitch the judge. You, they, they, they. He had no one else in the lineup with him besides Rizzo and Stanton. Let's be honest. Two years ago, when he hit 60 home runs. Imagine now with Juan Soto either protecting him or in front of him. And the only reason I think the best lineup, because you'd like to go righty-lefty. So for me, I would like LeMahieu 1, Soto 2, Judge 3, Rizzo 4, Stanton 5, Verdugo 6, Glaber 7, I guess. You could switch Glaber and Verdugo. doesn't matter. I think Glaber's a better hitter, so... But if you're going to go lefty-righty, plus you got Wells, and uh, hopefully Wells eventually becomes the main catcher for this team. I think it'll be a platoon between him and Trevino for the most part. Probably early on, Trevino will get most of the starts, but I think hopefully eventually Wells becomes the main catcher of this team. There's another left-handed hitter there, and you've got balance. But there was an issue in San Diego. He Apparently, Soto didn't want to hit second there. I don't know if that is just that team, the construction of that lineup, the way he felt about that lineup. I don't know, or if he just hates hitting second. Either case, I don't care. If he hates hitting second, that's fine. Judge hits second, Juan Soto hits third. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You can't go wrong. Bob in Staten Island. What's up, Bob? Hey, Chris. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? What a, what a great move for the Yankees. Oh, what a great move I don't for think, the Yankees. I don't, I, I don't think they've retired 22 yet, have they? Uh, no, I don't believe they have. No, I think 22. I'm pretty sure Ellsbury wore it. So I don't think they I don't think they're retiring yeah. for him, and I can't remember another name since. Yeah, I, I can't either, brother. No, so, I mean uh, Clemens wore it uh, for a time. Yeah. For a time, Robinson Cano wore it, and now uh, Ellsbury wore it. And I'm, I'm I'm sure other people have. I'm probably missing on, but no. Well, well, now well, it's Juan well, Soto. Yeah, now it's Juan Soto. You I'm more concerned run. about Verdugo if he wants to keep 99. That might be a problem. Well, listen, that, that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's the number we'll keep in the background. You know, let's just see what happens with that. Yeah. But uh, again, I, honestly, I hate I hate when Judge hits second. Mm-hmm. He's such a he's such a power hitter. I, that whole that whole like oh let me get my best hitter up second thing. I can't stand that. I'd rather see. Well, I'd who's going to hit second? Like, well. Listen, go find somebody else. No. I'd rather see, like, my best. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like, going through the first inning without hitting both of them. Sorry. I get you, but I'd rather, see my, my, I'd rather see my better players, like, third, fourth, fifth, like those guys. You know this, I mean? Yeah, I, I can't do it. Not, so it, maybe, it, you, maybe, you hit, maybe you hit Judge third, Soto fourth, and, no. and Stanton fifth. I, like I'm, I'm not going through the first inning without, without a pitcher facing Judge and Soto. Well, what if you, what if you had a – what if you had a – a 340 hitter hitting first or second. Well, yeah, what if I had a 340? You want me to go get the batting title? I mean, like that 340 yeah. hitter in today's baseball, you make it sound like they are they grow on trees. 340 hitter. Soto's not a 340 hitter. Judge is not a 340 hitter. Where are you getting a 340 hitter from? Be nice. <laughs> you know, you want to trade for a Reese? Go ahead. I, I don't know where you're getting a 340 hitter from. That's, that's the best hitter. In, that's the best average hitter in baseball is in 340. No. No, 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 no. Sorry, guys. I know that it's you. You want to go back to 1950s baseball? I get it. Or maybe even you know, let's be honest, 90s, early 2000s. It hasn't. It's been a relatively new change, but that's the way baseball goes. I, 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 I there's a reason for it, and I've bought in. I want both of those guys up in the first inning. I want them up as much as possible. I don't want that lineup to turn over in the bottom of the ninth inning. 
uh, LeMahieu get on base and then have Gleyber Torres up instead of Judge? Nope, 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 nope. It's only it's only two, three the first time around. Then it's then then the lineup cyclical. I want them up as much as possible. Mark in Staten Island, what's up, Mark? Hey, thanks for taking the call. You got um, it, buddy. Well, I'm not a fan of Cashman, but I got you know. It's a great trade. He got the guy. Yes, that's it. Today you have to give him his due. It doesn't mean you have to love him, I, but today you have to give him his due. Absolutely. Um, the one thing he's got to get, he's got to acquire some starting pitching depth because it's going to take more, as we know, than uh, five starters that it takes during the year because guys yeah. do go down and you got innings to eat up. Yeah, they're gonna have to go get some starters. Uh, they have they have some guys, you know, they have Beater and some other different guys that probably will have to step up. Um, but yeah, hopefully they go get Yamamoto. They're going to get a, a pitcher in free agency, whether it's Yamamoto or someone on a lower level. They do have to add a pitcher, um, so we'll see. But ultimately, it's it's worth getting Juan Soto. Oh, without a doubt. I, I got one question for you. Would you rather have signed Kiermaier to play center, keep judging right, instead of going out and trading for Verdugo? One more time, Kiermaier. Would you? Yeah. Would, yeah. Would you rather sign Kiermaier, keep him in center field? Yeah. I mean, I put and keep Judge in right field, and start trading for Verdugo. Here's why. Here's why I would say no, and that was my that was my plan going in. I thought that was the off season I wanted. I wanted Yamasoto, and then I wanted Kiermaier for his ability to play defense in the outfield, in center field, and hold that down until Dominguez comes back. And while I would have been okay with it, clearly, I think. And now that it's happened, and maybe I'm biased because I'm so damn happy they got Soto that I'm just I'm giddy on the offseason, so I'm selling myself on it. But as long as Verdugo is the player that we know he can be and doesn't cause problems and he's going to hit 270, 280, he's a far better hitter. He's just a better hitter mm-hmm. than and, – and, and Kiermaier's had some injury issues. He's been able to stay much healthier than Kiermaier. He's younger than Kiermaier. He's a better hitter than Kiermaier. And he's cheaper than Kiermaier. And Kiermaier's probably going to get a multi-year deal, probably a two-year deal. This is a one-year year of control of, of Verdugo. Then he goes. I have a center fielder in Dominguez of the future. I don't need to pay – I needed a $13 million outfielder this year. I was willing to pay Kiermaier. Next year, I don't need Kiermaier a year older making $13 million. So I, I got one less year of control to a position I don't necessarily need control in. Uh, I could figure out next offseason. Um, he's cheaper, he's younger, he's healthier, and he's a better hitter. Defensively, it hurts them, no doubt. It Defensively, yeah. it hurts them. But I'd rather have the better hitter. So I think I, I think I prefer the trade. And all it cost them was Weissert. I know Fitz... Uh, uh, Richard Fitz, Dick Fitz, uh, is a is somewhat of a prospect. I don't rem- I don't know the other kid's name. He might be somewhat of a prospect, but not a big one. Uh, and Greg Weissert wasn't. I'm not even sure Greg Weissert was going to be in the bullpen this year for the Yankees. I-, I really don't understand what the Red Sox were doing. That trade makes no sense to me from a Red Sox perspective. So no, I, you're absolutely. absolutely I mean, right. I get it. Yeah. The, the The argument is thank you for the call, Mark. The argument is uh, addition by subtraction that he's been a, a clubhouse problem for them. Him and uh, Cora did not get along. He's been benched a couple times. That's fine. You can't find a Weissert and two low-level pitching prospects on another team to take Verdugo off your hands. You have to trade him to your bitterest, bitterest rival? Like, you have to trade him to the Yankees to get Weissert? Like, if they got a big piece, like if the Yankees traded Glaber Torres, which was the thought, like there was a rumor Torres for Verdugo a month ago. If they get Glaber Torres for Verdugo, I go, okay, I get it. 
Glaber Torres is one of the better hitting second basemen in the league. You might not be able to find that everywhere. But Greg Weissert and a couple of pitching prospects? You're telling me you couldn't find that somewhere else? Nobody else needs an above-average corner outfielder, left-handed hitter in Major League Baseball? Nobody else would give you anything like that? I get the idea they were done with him. I get the idea they wanted to move on from him. I get that. Unless they think that he's such a clubhouse cancer, for lack of a better word, that he's going to just eat the Yankees up from the inside out, which, again, he's he's... He's a one-year control. He's one year of control for nine million dollars. If he's if he doesn't sh- if he's showing up late to games, if he's a problem, if Judge hates him, they'll get rid of him. He's nine million dollars. It sucks because they traded for him and they they haven't penciled in as an outfielder. They'll play Pereira in outf- They'll play Pereira. They'll w- figure it out. Like I'm not really worried about it at all. I'm not worried about it at all. And from and I just don't understand it from the Red Sox perspective at all. If they got Gleyber Torres, makes sense. For a, a reliever that I'm not even sure would have been penciled into the Yankees' bullpen and a couple of pitching prospects that really aren't on a high level, and you know how they're not because they weren't included in the Soto deal or even discussed in the Soto deal. And they got a legitimately 270, 100-plus OPS, you know, 320, 340 OPS guy. I mean, like, that's a good major league player. He's not a he's not a world beater. He's not an all star necessarily, but that's a good everyday left field, uh, you know, left handed hitting corner outfielder. And they got him for Weissert, so that's a no brainer to me. And it makes more sense than Kiermaier because of the money, because of the years of control. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. All right, we're celebrating Juan Soto. One hour down, two more to go. McMonagle here with you right here on The Fan. We'll come back and continue to take your calls on what is a great Yankee day, a great Brian Cashman day, a great Yankee organization day, and a great Yankee fan day.